when you start taking control over what you have control over, you know, still revering God as the one who has the ultimate control and authority and being submitted to his will, Mm -hmm. but you realize what you have been entrusted with and you're a good steward of those things, you can live an intentional life. So ask yourself today, are you living in reactive mode or are you living intentionally? Hi guys, welcome back to the You Can Sit With Us podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And you always have a seat at At our table. Today we're going to be diving into a topic that plagues so many of us, especially in this generation. Uh, But before we do, we would like to invite you to join the family officially. So hit that subscribe button or follow button wherever you're listening on. If you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that bell so you get notified whenever we upload on Wednesdays. We upload. We don't wear pink, but we upload. (laughs) We have pink, though. Yeah, and um, yeah, we just would love for you to be an official part of the family if you're into faith-based content where we're helping you. We're having crucial conversations that you don't really hear often. Definitely not in the church much. um, And the heart behind it is to help you grow in your faith, grow closer to God, and walk out your purpose. So. Join the club, join the family, and we're so glad that you're here. Yes, and it's super exciting. It's like a bittersweet feeling, but uh, we're actually wrapping up season mm-hmm. two, which is insane. Crazy. Um, we're going to take a little <laughs> a little break. Um, so this is the season finale mm-hmm. of season two. And those of you who have been here, whether it's just from one episode ago or it was from the pilot from episode, <laughs> man, oh my gosh, we are extremely extremely grateful that each and every one of you have clicked play and has Mm -hmm. been with us um through this journey ourselves um we have just seen how much god has moved in and through uh this podcast because it could have only only been god like (laughs) like there's just no other explanation and Mm -hmm. we are just immensely grateful grateful for all of you um youtube instagram um audio platforms we're just super super grateful but um we are taking a break to uh just rejuvenate and like gather our thoughts together iron out any details to bring you the best content um spirit-led content that we possibly can absolutely yeah Yeah. also we wanted to invite (laughs) you guys to be a part of the idea process brainstorming process of what we can name our little community yeah so as you probably know if you watch youtube um there's people who have like i guess names for their subscribers so that you can really be a part of this family Mm -hmm. um I haven't been able to come up with anything and we don't want it to be corny. So if you have any ideas of what we can like name, name you guys, yeah. that sounds so weird. <laughs> it does sound weird, but like just something really cute to, yeah. maybe not cute. No, I don't know if cute would be the word to describe it. Oh. Like something fun, fun and yeah, impactful yeah. And, and, and like something that like resonates too with our brand so if you have that kind of mind where you like words and you like naming things drop it in the comments and we would love to hear your suggestions that sounds like super fun one one idea i thought of was um the sitters (laughs) 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 you can sit with us my laugh was like too obnoxious for you the mean girls the plastics but that's totally opposite of what we stand for right right right. so instead of plastic what the aluminums Sorry, she did say not to be corny. Yeah, you see, this is why we need your help. All right, let's get into the topic. All right, let's do it. So what are we talking about today, girl? All right, so before we get into the topic, let's talk about something. Yeah, we're going to spice things up a little bit Mm -hmm. and 
instead of doing our typical favorite thing of the week, I have a fun question that has been asked to me in many different ways and settings. Mm. And I just think it's one of the, honestly, probably one of the best questions you could ever ask in life. And that is, what do you want people to say about you when you die? That is such a thought-provoking yeah. question. It's it's definitely a good one. Um, I feel like there's so many layers to it, but just obviously Absolutely. to keep it to keep it short, um, I would say for me, I would love for people to remember me as like very, very loving, like very like, because I know it it could be hard to feel love. Like you could be surrounded by so many people, and yeah. it's like oh, okay, yeah, like I know I'm likable and stuff like that, but like. Sometimes it's really hard to, like, really feel and know that I am genuinely loved. So I would love for people to remember me um, as that. As someone who loved? Yeah, as, like, someone who, like, genuinely Mm -hmm. cared and, like, yeah, loved. I love that. Yeah. That's just one layer. It reminds (laughs) me of the scripture um, where Jesus, I'm pretty sure Jesus says it, like, how people will be able to identify who the true Christ followers are Mm. is by the way they love like oh, they wow. will know they will know them by the way they love oh, wow. um and yeah that's powerful Amen. what about I you think girl for me this is such a loaded question i've thought for about it real? a lot yeah because i was this like which question way do i ask go? my clients when we're doing their brand strategy <laughs> yeah. like this is i think about this all the time because honestly that is what is my guiding like north star in life so like every day i try to make decisions based off of that because okay, i'm like is good. the way i'm living lining up with that yeah. like and if it's not then i'm like okay i need to change something um it's so cool i've heard it said that like we write our own obituaries like that's so powerful I was, like, really dang. wholeheartedly i mean there's a lot i would love to be known for there's a lot of legacies i want to leave behind there's a lot of impact i want to make on people's lives yeah. but the most important thing truly is I just want, like, I really don't want people to, like, give me the glory. Like, I want my life to shine back the glory on him. Like, everything I do, I don't want it to be like, oh, Britney was great at this, or Britney did this or that. I want it to be like, wow. I just want them to see God, like, truly. Especially, like, the way I used to be and, like, seeing the transformation. Yeah. Like, I just want it all to point back to him. Um, And... Yeah, just how I was I was broken and a mess, but I tried my best to follow him because he is worthy, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a whole podcast episode we could talk about. Actually, Maybe season three, three opener. Let us know in the comments, what do you want people to say about you? Yes. When I but love that. So, yeah, Love that question. Um, let's dive into the topic. Let's do it. What are we talking about today? So we're talking about something that I think you already mentioned that we definitely all, and right now it's a very common struggle, mm-hmm. but being overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and overcoming it. How do we yes. overcome the overwhelm? Yes, because that, I even for us, like it's taken, it's good time for us yeah. to even feel like, okay, I'm getting to yeah. maybe the end of, of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's something that the, I think the older we get and the more responsibilities that come our way, parenthood, job mm-hmm. responsibilities, like career, like um, it's not just like going to work on time and doing what your description says. Like I think a lot of the times in that aspect, 
um, they look for like someone who kind of goes above and beyond and mm -hmm. like thinks outside the box, take initiative, you know, and that just creates more responsibilities, you know, in ministry in church, even in friendships, yeah. like just the, the older you get and, um, more gets added on to your plate yeah. and God did not make us limitless. Right. He, he made us limited. And once upon a time, and even now still in culture, like when you think about that, yeah, we're limited. It's like, like now you can do anything um, or whatever. But no, you can't. You can't do any, like mm. you can't do everything. Not anything. You can't do everything. That's so um, good. Yeah. Like you can, the biggest, the biggest, not the biggest, the, the most powerful advice that I got in this year thus far is you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Right. And it was such a liberating thing to hear because our hearts desire to do everything, yeah. you know, but God didn't make you that way. He's the only one that's limitless and he made you limited. And if he did that, then you know, it's good. Mm -hmm. So honoring those limits is actually a form of worship. It's Absolutely. actually a form of obedience, you know? However, it does take a lot of trials. Absolutely. Sure <laughs> a lot of prayer, a lot of uh, dying to oneself yeah. to find those God-given limits, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Remind me to come back to my thought on limits. Okay. Um, but before we get in super deep, I want to talk about, like, what is overwhelm? Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes... We throw around the word a little bit too easily or we don't realize that we're overwhelmed. Oh, so girl, I, I have it. some definitions because I was like, okay, overwhelmed. I, I should have looked up what whelmed means <laughs> because <laughs> like it's the Greek, overwhelmed. It came from Latin or something. But here I just simply Googled overwhelmed meaning and mm -hmm. here are a few definitions. The first one says bury to bury or drown beneath a huge mass used in a sentence it says the water flowed through to overwhelm the whole dam and the village beneath wow the second definition says to defeat completely wow the third definition says to give too much of a thing to someone to inundate being completely overcome by an unruly or intense emotion that something is too challenging to manage and overcome. So the the vision, the imagery that comes to my mind is literally like swimming out in the sea and being crushed by the waves. Like mm. you keep trying to get to the top, get to the surface to catch a breath and another wave comes and like crashes yeah. you and like pulls you down and then you're just getting stuck and you're like, I just need to breathe but it just keeps on coming and coming to the point where you're just like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm just gonna let it take me under mm -hmm. and that I feel like is the best imagery of what it feels like to be overwhelmed. Yeah. Now, what can cause overwhelm could be so many different things. It could be the loss of a loved one or the loss of someone who's still alive, but yeah. you lost them in a different way. It could be a major life change. It could be a good major life change or a bad major life change. It could be uh, new responsibilities added to your plate. It can be physical um, ailments or struggles that are making you feel incapable. It could be mental load, anxiety. Yeah. It could be lack of sleep. There's so many things that can lead to us being in a state of overwhelm. I think that getting to the overwhelm is very similar to burnout, but they're slightly different. Mm. And, you know, burnout is a topic we'll talk about another day. But 
I say that because I feel like there's so much preventative care that we can do before we get to the overwhelm. Yeah. But this episode, if you're listening to this and you're like, you're in that state right now, you're, it's too late for the preventative care. It's never too late for the preventative care. You can always start doing preventative care, especially going forward. But what do we do when we're in the thick of it? What do we do when the waves are just dragging us down? Yeah. So what are your thoughts? My thoughts, the first thing that comes to mind, and I, and I know that figuring that out as well is a struggle, but yeah. setting boundaries, to be mm. honest. Setting boundaries in the sense of like, okay, um, if you have all of these on your plate and this just keeps demanding things of you, set some boundaries. Mm. It could be something as little as past 9 o'clock, I'm checked out. Yeah. Like you, anything Put that, that do not disturb, yeah. that sleep mode on your iPhone. Yeah. Android users, I don't know about y'all, you need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the green bubbles ain't welcoming right. you. They can't sit with us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what you call it? I'm totally kidding. But um, yeah, like it could be something as little as like setting um, that boundary of past a certain time, it, you're checked out kind of thing. Or it could yeah. be something as like, um, this is this is how I know I can give you the best mm. of me, my best work, my best attention, um, and anything that surpasses that. Yeah. Something like as like I can only work on three tasks of I don't know something specific in your area. If you try to give me like five tasks with the same deadline that it would take me for three tasks, I can't give you the best. Mm-hmm. Those is it that can from be from essentialism. Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> No, not that specific, but it was inspired. Oh, so Literally everything is inspired by that book. <laughs> but um, what you call it? But yeah, something like that. Um, setting those kind of boundaries, yeah. I feel like, is one way of still being in the commitments that you're in, but helping, helping your mental stability yeah. and emotional stability to still do what you have to do, but not sacrifice your mental health while while at it you know what I mean because it can take an immense toll on you like it's ridiculous it's Mm -hmm. ridiculous and that takes a lot of self-discipline because to admit that you can't do everything that you you're trying to do Mm -hmm. you have to like swallow your pride you have to realize that you're not made to do all that you have to give up things that you may really want yeah but if you're not if your life as a Christ follower as someone who's pursuing God, wants to get closer to God, if they're, you're never giving up something, you really got to question, if are you really following Jesus? Mm-hmm. Because literally he says, in order for someone to, fo- like, to be my disciples, you must deny yourself, mm-hmm. pick up your cross, and follow him. Yep. Yep. And yeah. Mm-hmm. He says too, and I know we mentioned in the other episodes, like to gain life, you have to lose your own. Mm-hmm. You know, like... To yes, something along those lines. Of course, we'll right. leave we'll leave it um in the description. Well, in the lower third, but yeah, he says things like that a lot. One of my favorite scriptures. I don't know exactly what scripture it is, like the address of it, but it's, "What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul?" Mm. That oh my gosh, mm-hmm. woo! Because really, like you're striving, you're striving, you're doing, you're doing all these things for what? Right. You're losing your soul in the midst of it. Your soul is comprised of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And when those things are out of whack, when they're out of alignment, when you're not feeling any peace, when you're not feeling like a sense of true rest, it shows that you're out of alignment with the will of God or the spirit. You're not in tune with letting the spirit lead you because God is not a God of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed, you have to really question where did you take a step out of 
the path that he really laid before you. Right. And um, I think when you were talking about us being limited, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. (laughs) I think one of the reasons that we struggle with overwhelm so much in this day and age is because we have technology at the grasp, like in in our hands, Mm -hmm. literally. Yeah. Right here, this little tiny device makes us, it fools us to thinking that we are limitless. It fools yeah. us into thinking that now we can get a whole PhD with AI. Come on, Jap- chat GPT. Like, I know y'all know what I'm talking <laughs> Yo, about. That's so like, real. literally, technology is making way at the root of all of it. AI, yeah. Amazon Fresh, grocery delivery service, um, TaskRabbit. You can literally, at the, the press of a button, have someone come and do everything in your life that you're responsible for doing. And now it gives us this this innate belief that we can accomplish more yeah. and do more with the limited the same amount of time in a day that on one hand when used wisely can be such a benefit to our lives and to our purpose yeah. but if not really stewarded well can be very dangerous and can have us functioning in a lifestyle that is way beyond where we should really be functioning. Yeah. Because at the root of it, all of these services, and I can speak from it, from experience because I work in the industry. I've worked in the fashion industry. I work in the online business world, that business entrepreneurial space where everything is like, okay, like delegate, delegate. Delegating yeah. is powerful and important. But say, for example, you're a parent. Uh, you're married with kids and you work a very high capacity job mm-hmm. and you want to do more at work so now you get a nanny you get i don't know a meal delivery service you get your laundry Mm -hmm. done by someone i used to when i lived in new york i didn't have a washer and dryer so i had a laundry delivery service like they would come pick up our laundry drop it off in two days Mm -hmm. uh like you're getting all these things done so now it frees up your time and your plate to do more Mm -hmm. but you have to keep that up Mm -hmm. you have to keep that up you have to keep making the same amount of money or more so you can pay for all those things you there's so much to like just keep up with yeah yeah and like i said that's not necessarily a bad thing i think it's wise but it's crazy when you think about how it's so much it's so man-made like we weren't created to do so much to have so much to be limitless and all this technology all of this fast stuff is really just brainwashing us Mm. into thinking that we are limitless and aiming for that yeah so it just it just feels like an overload of yeah of stimulation just to put it Mm. simply i think about um like just scientifically, our brains were not wired, and I know like some we will probably get many comments that says, "Wait, what do you mean? Our brains are not wired to multitask." Like oh, it may, yeah, it's impossible. it may, yeah, like it may look like you are multitasking. Like right now, like you could be like texting somebody, and I'm telling you a whole story or whatever, mm-hmm. and it may look like you're listening and multitasking, but but your brain is really focused on one task. It's either you're you you texting or you listening to what I'm saying, yeah. and I just feel like with all the technology, with everything that you just said, like it's kind of like promoting that whole like you can multitask but your brain really isn't like it's a it's not resting b it's it's stress like i can just imagine the the levels of your hormones like i think it's cortisol or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah Yeah, that is just being extremely like pumped and and please tell me how is that relaxing how how is that peace like none of that you know yeah 
I think, if I'm not mistaken, and someone fact check me here, but I believe that it takes your brain about 20 minutes to like fully Mm. dive into something. So if you're sitting down to do one task, you're two minutes in and then you get dragged to do another task and then another task, your brain is trying to like code switch so fast at a rate that it's physically not capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to get burnt out easier. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get overwhelmed because your brain's not wired to work that way. So overwhelm is the result of us trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. ask yourself, what do you have on your plate right now? What do you have in your life? Even just on a day-to-day basis with your job, for example, in the tasks that you have, how can you get more minimize how can you minimize what you're doing that is actually feasible and sustainable you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> was that essentialism yeah i was literally I'm like so you need the books you need the book. <laughs> 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 that's really the, in a nutshell what the book but is. yeah and when you, you get know, honest with what your capacity really is for example if you work an eight hour day I personally use the Pomodoro method when I work, and when I don't, oh, you've told I mess, it. like, I, I'm not good. I don't function well. I'm not as productive. The Pomodoro method, for those of you who aren't familiar, is it was created by someone named Pomodoro or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's you work in 25-minute bursts with five-minute gaps in between. Oh, so I have okay. a Pomodoro timer timer that goes for 25 minutes, and it helps me because I really get in the zone. Yeah. And then usually by that 22 to 25-minute mark, I'm ready to check out, and I need that five-minute break. Yeah, and yeah. I go walk around, stretch, get a drink of water, get a quick snack, use the bathroom, something, and I come back, and I do that all day long. Mm -hmm. And so now if you're working eight hours with, like, a one-hour break, this is a standard American schedule, right? Mm -hmm. The first, like, say, first four hours, you're doing those 25 minutes. You're able to be like, okay, this is actually how much work I can get done in one day because Mm -hmm. I know that this is how I work. I'm working in 25-minute bursts, and I can. It, it'll take me two or to four Pomodoros to do this one task. So you can gauge how much you can actually get done in a week. So mm-hmm. then you can, if you're a business owner, you can make your packages based off of that. If you're doing a one-week project or if you're a photographer or something like that, you can, like, craft your packages and price yourself based mm-hmm. off of that. If you work in a job uh, where you have a boss and stuff like that, you can give them a realistic idea of how much work you can actually get done each day and each week. And you just start getting a healthy control over your life. Yeah. That reminds me of, just know that I'm probably going to be talking about essentialism this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) But that reminds me, I feel like um, I wanted to say that um, because if you don't set boundaries, they won't be any or or worse, mm. there'll be boundaries, but they'll be set by default yes. or someone else instead of design. And what mm. you just described is you designing those boundaries, you taking that kind of control mm. so you can actually give more and you can give right. the best to what you already are committed to. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. um, another thing that um, you told us this um, some time ago, but it's such a, a great way to look at it. Um, what are the numbers? Like you, like saying, oh, I get got this, I got that. Like it. get real practical with it. Just like you said, like if it takes you the four, those four increments of what is it, Pomodoro? Pomodoro. Pomod- I was gonna say Pomodoro. <laughs> <laughs> like if it takes you four uh, increments of twenty five minutes to do that, to do like a photo shoot, to do you know a, a craft, whatever it is that that you specialize in, um, then those are technically those are the numbers, twenty five mm-hmm. increments, and you can gauge that way. And I just found that like to be super practical and liberating yeah. because it's like okay well i know this then i can maneuver and yeah. say yes or no to because mm-hmm. that is a big thing like sometimes we get so overwhelmed 
by what we have on our plates because what are you saying yes to and what are you saying no to? And a lot of the times when you say yes to something, you don't know the depths of that yeah. yes. Because you're saying yes to like the 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 seed. Right. And that's going to grow into a whole tree with so many different branches that are going to also come along with it. Yeah. So be careful what you say yes to. Uh, mm-hmm. There's power in your no. Hello. And we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> right. But I love how you said the, it's like, designing a life i literally live by this motto mm-hmm. um life either happens by default or by, by design. design culture mm-hmm. either happens by default or by design mm-hmm. and so you can live life in reactive mode just trying to grasp as things come to you like okay how do i do this this and this but then you're really like life is happening to you but when you start taking control over what you have control over you know, still revering God as the one who has the ultimate control and authority and being submitted to his will. Mm-hmm. But you realize what you have been entrusted with and you're a good steward of those things. You can live an intentional life. Yeah. So ask yourself today, are you living in reactive mode or are you living intentionally? That's and good. to live intentionally, you have to put those action steps into place. Yeah. And yeah, like live with intention yeah and i know and this i know it's hard like not every scenario even the ones that we're saying are easy ones like like literally sometimes i can think about my job like my job is very demanding yeah like it's very demanding i however do love what i do so that helps yeah yeah, yeah, um it it really does help like i just get this because you have a grace for it yeah so so i will say that however i've had had to put my foot down a couple times um to be like hold up like if you want if you want my best, it can't be under these circumstances. Right. It can't be under these conditions. Mm-hmm. And Brittany knows this best. <laughs> what do I, I know? Best. <laughs> I do not like confrontation. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. Um, I do. It, it brings me... <laughs> we are complete opposites so in that. Um, it brings me so much anxiety. However, um, I won't say... I'm, I could say I'm not a punk to it. I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, but when I have to, I have to. And so... Uh, and I have. I have had to come to my manager. I've completely got out of a team because I could not, like... Like, it was way too stressful. Got out of a team and, you know, they worked with me. But because I had to, I had to make that change. And that's where I'm going with this. Like, you can look at your plate. Like, honestly, I think one of the best ways to know how to maneuver and how to get through this is write everything, all of your commitments down. And even that, like, how long does it take for you to do each of these commitments, right? And then analyze what can you cut off in a way, you know? Like, in this case, the example I'm giving you, like, I knew that working in this team at this time was I I was going to give them a disservice. And then it was going to make me look like I can't do – or, or it's going to make me look incompetent and stuff like that when I know what I can offer, but not under these conditions. So I had to cut that out for that time being. And believe it or not, I'm actually back on that team. And the way that I can contribute now compared to two years ago, it's totally right. different. It's, it's totally so different. Good. So it's like, but I had to analyze that. I had to take yeah. a step back. And honestly, I had to put pride to the side. I had mm-hmm. to really just accept the fact that I cannot do this right now. Like, it's just not within my capacity you know and I had to take those measures and Mm -hmm. in a sense cut that as a loss and I actually gained so much from it it's not a loss it appears like a loss in the beginning but but it's it's really not not. it's really not I gained so much from it because what ended up happening was I became a flow of flow MA and I worked with all the providers right but Mm -hmm. what I learned from that team prepared me to work with all those providers now working with all those providers as well prepared me to come back to that team it's just it it was an overall 
overall, just it was really a gain more than it was a loss. But I had to do that um, in order to be okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, to be okay and honor my limits yeah. and honor my coworkers, my providers, my boss, my job, everything. Mm-hmm. Because if I would have stayed there, it would have been a disservice for yeah. everybody. And I think that the at the root of that is knowing what season you're in and yeah. what God is trying to do in your life. Right. Like your season right now, is different than mine. Right. Like, God is calling you to do something different than me. It's mm-hmm. always going to be like that. Our mm-hmm. lives, our walks with the Lord are so individual. Yeah. And at the root of knowing what to say yes and no to and being overwhelmed and, like, surrendering things to the Lord is being sensitive to the Spirit. You have to know where God is guiding you. What purpose does he have for you in this season? Going along with the fact that God is not a God of overwhelm, God would not put something in your life that's going to take you away Mm -hmm. from what he's doing in you and in your life in that season. And so if those things are, they could be very amazing things. Right. They could be serving in ministry. Mm -hmm. They could be serving in a small group. They could be taking a job that offers you way more money, way more benefits, moving somewhere new. But if that is going to take away from what God is doing in your heart, in your mind, in your life, is it really right, from God? Is right. that really what God is wanting you to do? Right. And so that's so important. Um, at the root of everything and every decision that you make should be, okay, what is the the goal here? What am I working towards? Mm-hmm. That's how you know, okay, like is it just to make more money or is it to be obedient mm-hmm. to the Lord? And that's so fitting to the, the question in the beginning, like mm-hmm. what do you want people to remember you as? Like it could be a way of thinking that like what is your end goal? Like mm-hmm. um, what is God calling calling upon your life for you to you know really put all the abilities he that he gives you that he provides for you to do you know what i mean like different gifts um that he gave you um because like um i think it was a couple sermons ago but um it was like what's at church yeah at church um what's your gift i believe and uh, a gift, the obvious gifts could be like, yeah, like um, interpreting tongues, tongues, like, you know, gifts of uh, mercy, prophecy. prophecy. Those are like the obvious mm-hmm. gifts. But something as a gift, like I could say I feel like I have a gift of kindness because I know kindness is not something that's very like innate for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, like your gift, I feel like your gift, you have just an amazing like vision on on a lot of things like creativity like the the way that you can view things and mm. um it's super inspiring and, and admirable like you know something Thank that <laughs> something uh something small like that but it's something that comes from the lord and it has it has to do with the purpose and the calling that he has on your life yeah. and you know when you're constantly seeking the lord constantly in communion with him and surrounded by um like-minded individuals um and sh- each other sharpening each other sharpening one another <laughs> i feel like uh you're only strengthening that and cultivating that and you get a clearer understanding yeah. of what it is that he has for you and wants you in therefore you can kind of like right remove the excess mm-hmm. if that makes sense and so i feel like that's a general advice mm-hmm. but like what happens when serving in church or serving in ministry gets overwhelming because mm. I know that so many people struggle with this. I, I've struggled with this. Mm. Like, I work full-time Same. in ministry, mm. so I get it. Yeah. Um, I lead a team. I get it. I have, like, 25 to 20, 25 to 30 people, about 25 active um, volunteers on my team. So, like, I, I, I see that we all struggle with this in different ways. Yeah. And 
it's hard and it's a sensitive subject because there can be this unspoken belief that if you're saying no, you're dishonoring God mm-hmm. or all the things that church, whether directly or indirectly, make you feel. Yeah. Um, but it's so important that you guard that your heart in such a way that you're in tune with the spirit because you don't want to let overwhelm and fear keep you from stepping into your purpose. But you also don't want to burn yourself out for the church. Mm -hmm. So there's like that fine line between the two because I know, and I've seen it with my own eyes, like being in ministry and like leading people who are so eager to walk in their purpose and seeing as soon as they start like showing up more, like that the attacks that of course the enemy is Mm going to try and come and deter you with overwhelm or fear or making you busy what do they say if the devil can't make you sin he's gonna make you busy mm-hmm. so it's so important to guard your heart your mind your time your time with the lord most importantly so that you don't become overwhelmed and step out of your purpose because of that also not to feel like if you really are in a season where you can't serve or give as much as you did last season that you're now not living in your purpose oh wow talk about it's it, so important mm-hmm. do you want to talk about like do you have any experience with that what are your oh, thoughts on that yes so this might be an unpopular opinion uh-huh. or an unpopular statement but to be honest i kind of feel in order to know you kind of have to go through it mm, you no, have to i believe that wholeheartedly yeah like you have to know you kind of have to have been overwhelmed yeah and in the thick of it to know mm-hmm. to recognize it and to know how to eat, how to get out of it like to get through of course not alone with with God and then yeah. people who can um, help you through that hold you accountable and outside outside perspective as well um and then also because then because then you'll know how to not get back in it mm. you know what I mean so yeah. um when I first uh, came to Christ my the way that my heart was on fire <laughs> was insane. So I literally, I wanted to do everything. Yeah. Everything to the point of like, <laughs> I wanted to fellowship any every single opportunity. I've gone through many seasons of that. So it's important to guard that because yeah. it comes back. Every yeah, now exactly. And, then. <laughs> and, and I love that you said that in one season you serve this way, but in the next season or yeah. another season you can't. And that, that does not take away, A, the love of the Lord. A, like your security mm-hmm. in 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 your salvation and anything like that seasons change, you know, and that's perfectly okay. Like, and that's, that's fine. Um, but yeah, like I wanted to fellowship every opportunity I wanted to, I was at one point, I think in four ministries, (laughs) like some of them was like very, (laughs) some of them was very like, you know, just on Sunday. Some of them was like, uh, once a month, once a month or like 12 weeks straight. It (laughs) It was rough. And so, and then for me in my case, like just how I am and things that fill me up, um, I'm a homebody. I love to tend to my home. At that time, I, I moved into my house and I was learning that. It was just a, a whole lot of things that the overwhelm yeah. got so real, yeah. got so real. And then yeah. it, I will say it definitely highlighted some of maybe the idols I had of people pleasing and mm. the difficulty that it was to say no to some things or even FOMO. Um, mm. But... It took a lot, a lot, a lot of prayer, honestly, a lot of confession, a lot of, um, I'm sorry. We got to sit on that real quick. The yeah. FOMO. Like, okay. Wait, let me finish that. Okay, and we'll then we can back get back to, to that. So it took a lot of that for me to really like find peace mm-hmm. in 
what do I have to cut out? And it didn't it yeah. didn't happen. It didn't happen right away. That's what I mean. Like I talked to like those that I really mm-hmm. trusted and I know that are spiritually mature as well and that I know will also pray for me for me to come and come to that conclusion of where yeah. do I really feel God leading me? So I dropped three of those four ministries and I stayed in one. And I ended up taking a big leap of faith, as I mentioned time and time again, this season of uh, giving up my home and I'm sleeping on my best friend's couch. And to be honest, like I'm not ashamed of it because the way that I am able to be present is to a whole nother level than when I was trying to do it all, you know? And that's the epitome of following God, like and being obedient to him because the world would say, why would you give up a beautiful home that you want to sleep on (laughs) your best friend's couch? Right. It's opposite. Like that's like, you worked so hard. You busted your butt. You went through I've heard five years in the army. Mm-hmm. You did all this. Mm-hmm. You're to be here. You were 27 years old when you bought the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. 27 year old single woman, mm. following the Lord. You know, like bought a home, like a whole house with three bedrooms, like yeah. brand new build. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the world's definition of success. Exactly. But you were empty because exactly. it wasn't really what God was calling you to do. Like you know, that's there's a lot of nuances there. But He called you out of that. Mm-hmm. Like and. And it's going to look different. It's going to yeah, look weird to the world. Absolutely, absolutely. But the life that he has given back to mm-hmm. me since I took that leap of faith and just was obedient to right. him is is out of this world, I would right. say. You know, And, of course, those that are um, spiritually dead mm-hmm. can't see that. You know, yeah. um, And, of course, I want to be sensitive. That sounded like super harsh. But I, we'll put the scripture here, too. But they're not going to see it. They're not going to see that logic because I've heard that. Yeah, I, if I've someone that. has not encountered the love and the freedom mm-hmm. that comes in Christ, it's hard for them to understand yeah. why we would give up everything that the world says is the ultimate prize. Right, 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 exactly. Because tying it back to the overwhelm, like, yeah. you feel a lot less overwhelmed now, right? Yeah, sure so, do. So, like, that's the difference. But when you were trying to, like, keep up with the house and all these other things mm-hmm. that were seemingly good, and they mm-hmm. were, mm-hmm. there's nothing bad about them. Right. Serving in all these ministries, mm-hmm. having a home, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't what God was calling you to do. Exactly. And so when we surrender, we obey him. Like, it doesn't come with overwhelm. It yeah. comes with peace. Yeah. And it comes with rest. Yeah. Like, though, of course, like, I'm a natural human that I do miss certain aspects of mm-hmm. having my home and adding my own touches and stuff. But... I thought I was going to, I thought, I thought it was going to hit like heavier than it actually has. Like, yeah. of course it's hit, it's hitting a couple of times, but not to where I thought it was going to lead me, you know, to another mental space. <laughs> I'm laughing because you, you know? said it hit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like, like you were trying to say it hit in past tense. It's yeah. <laughs> So good. So funny. But <laughs> so um funny. Uh, but yeah, let's dive into the FOMO. Okay, yeah. Aspect. Like that like resonated. Not with me personally, because like well, it did. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I used to struggle with FOMO bad. Yeah. And it's what led to overwhelm and praise God he has delivered me from that. Um it comes up here and there with Naturally. every new season, being in new circles, new environments, like you wanna be involved, you wanna be there. Mm-hmm. Um but the freedom that comes when you just let FOMO go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But wait, there might be somebody out there that doesn't know what FOMO means. Yeah. So it's fear of missing out. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Fear of missing out. When you are with a group of friends mm-hmm. and, you know, they all are like, hey, let's go to the beach tomorrow. And you're like, oh man, but I had plans to clean my house, spend time yeah. with God, hang out with my family. But you're like, oh, but I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. Like, I-, I really want to be there. I need to be there. Like, what if I miss out on something great or just great memories or I see them post on social media and then I feel like these horrible feelings, mm-hmm. like really at the root of FOMO is one, not being content 
with God Ooh. and what he's calling you to do in that exact moment, that day or whatever. And I don't know. Like, it's just, I want to be sensitive how I talk about this. And yeah. I haven't thought about this much before bringing it up in this topic, um, in this episode. But it's really just an invitation for you to dive deep into why do you feel FOMO? Why do you feel like you have to be there? Why do you feel like you're missing out? Mm -hmm. Because what are you missing out on? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. What God has for you, you won't miss it. Like, as long as you're staying focused on him. Right. You'll know when he sent something for you. And I, not to sound hyper-spiritual, but when that's how you, like, make decisions, you know, and, like, go throughout your daily life being led by God is by focusing on him and not everyone around you and right. what the world is doing, what your friends are doing. Right, but right. What are your exactly. thoughts on that? Um, Honestly, I really think is being okay with taking some risk. And that can look like the risk could be just moving in faith. So, like, like um, there is, like, a couple of things that you want to do, like, let's say a worship night and then, like, just a fellowship lunch after, you know, whatever. And you want to do all of them, but you know that you have other things that you pl needed to do, um, like clean your house or get a car wash or anything, like, little things like that or it can be bigger things, a whole project that you need to work on. But you don't want to miss out on these other opportunities. The risk slash moving in faith that you can take is just saying no to to those opportunities, the fellowship opportunities, let's just say, and taking care of what God has given you to manage and steward well because there's probably so much more in the in that that he is moving in your heart through. Um, it could be like uh, just taking, taking good care of the little things so you can take care of the bigger opportunities, mm -hmm. like, like know how to in a way. I hope I'm making sense here. Um, but being okay with taking those leaps of faith with that with that risk and not not harping so much on like oh I'm missing out on this like on this opportunity like just like how, how you mentioned um, these memories that could be made you'd be surprised like just how much like how detailed and how intentional God really moves and even in the things that for us maybe like how can He move in me just washing my car you know what I mean like little things like I don't know yeah. about I don't I know about you but like I don't know about um, our audience but like it's the little things that really do bring a lot of joy oh absolutely you know what I mean <laughs> like um, washing your car making sure that um, you go grocery shopping make sure that there's food in your in your um, fridge and mm. cooking a home cooked meal so you don't have to spend money throughout the week yeah. you know things like that living but, a calmer like right lifestyle, right so yeah. but that means you had to say no to going to the beach for a worship night that means you had to say no to spending 50 dollars on going out to eat maybe with like uh, but i do want to talk about like i feel like this is where being rooted in the lord is so important correct because that's like your story like that's mm -hmm. kind of like what god calls you to do mm -hmm. in most seasons mm -hmm. like that might not be the case for everyone. Yeah, you're right. So, like, the two options of, like, okay, should I go to a worship night tonight or should I stay home, clean my room? You have to know what your soul needs and yes, your spirit needs. That's good. And, like, what is more important? Like, what is the ultimate goal of those things? Mm -hmm. And, like, what God is trying to do in your life? If God is – if you've been self – by self – what is the word? By, by your own <laughs> choice, if you've been, like, isolating yourself you go, yeah, yeah. and God is like, I need you to step out of your comfort zone and actually get in good godly community, then maybe going yeah. to the worship night and fellowship is what you need. Yeah. But if you've been doing too much and you've been avoiding sitting with your feelings or you're going through a rough season and you need to slow down a little bit or something like that, then maybe it's the other option. Mm -hmm. So knowing which one 
God is leading you to do. Absolutely, That is so important. And not feeling like you're missing out on what you say no to. Right, and or in either aspect. Because, like, I know somebody else, like, I could say me, like, oh, I'm saying yes to maybe a worship night, but I really, 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 really want to clean my house. Mm -hmm. But really, God is calling me, go to the worship night. Like, taking that leap of faith. you can always clean your house another day. Right, it's like, (laughs) go to the worship night. You know what I mean? So, thank you so much for... um, speaking on that as well because that's very real too like it's all in all the common denominator i got it this time um <laughs> the, the common <laughs> the common denominator is the lord like yeah. just being rooted in him seeking him first and foremost um uh, to guide you um for he is our good shepherd he will guide you in the right direction mm-hmm. you know even if you sometimes misheard him or anything like that it's okay because he'll reroute you you know and i and that brings a lot of confidence that it's like no matter which way i go i'm still going to seek him through it and in it but no matter which way i go that i know that my god will redirect me my god will still guide me and will use whatever way that i might have missed it he will use it for my good and his glory and that just really brings a lot of a lot of peace yeah I wanted to talk about some scriptures mm. where, you know, God can tell us better than we can mm-hmm. how he comforts the overwhelmed, how he brings relief from overwhelm. Um, one of my favorite scriptures ever is Matthew 28. I forget. I always forget the, the actual verse. verse, but it's come to me all who are labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest mm-hmm. for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, so... There's so many scriptures. I'm just going to just recite a few. Psalm 94:19 says, "When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul." Jeremiah 17:7 7 through 8 says, "But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit." Isaiah 26, 3 to 4 says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30, like I just mentioned, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Mm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let your hearts, be, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. That's John 14, verse 1. Psalms 107, verse 29 says, He calms the storm so that its waves are still. And I always think about back to the original imagery we talked about, about mm-hmm. being overwhelmed, being drowned by the waves. Mm-hmm. But God is there, like, stretching out his hand, saying, just take my hand. Mm. Surrender, but don't surrender. <laughs> God is saying, take my hand, surrender, but not in the way of surrender, giving up and just letting yourself drown, saying, I cannot do this on my own. So I'm going to reach out my hand for God and I'm going to trust that he's going to pull me out of this and I'm going to stop trying to fight the waves on my own strength and just let him be my rest. Let him take me out of this. He's he's the one who calms the storm. Right. You know, he is there as an ever present help in the midst of the storms. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, just enter into his peace. Enter yeah. into his rest. I think if you have ever had an encounter with Jesus, 
you know what that feels like. And so mm-hmm. you know what to come back to and you know what it feels like to be in that place. And if you've never had an encounter with Jesus, then I think this could be your invitation. Like he wants to give you rest. He wants you to not be overwhelmed and to take on the pressures of the world and your life on your own anymore. Because at some point, if you haven't already, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be at the end of yourself and you weren't meant to carry that burden on your own. Amen. Amen. That's so good. So if you are in a space and a season where you're feeling overwhelmed, we really just hope that you can take some moments, literally like 10 minutes out of your busy schedule of your busy day as a regular practice on a day-to-day basis to make time to spend with God. I think Mm -hmm. it's so opposite because you're like, okay, I have a busy schedule. Like I don't have time to fit him in, but you actually need to prioritize your time with him more in busy seasons because you will get burnt out. You'll start thinking that you could do it on your own strength. You'll start taking on more than you should. And you'll your spirit will not be at rest Mm -hmm. so it is his grace it is his strength his power that even allows us and empowers us to handle all that we have on our plate and if you are living in your purpose and you're still feeling overwhelmed that's probably the culprit so spend more time with him spend that whatever that has to look like for you it should incorporate time in the word because if you're overwhelmed typically it's like okay I'm so overwhelmed, I don't even know what to say in prayer and things like that. But let your request be made known to him. You know, it says, be anxious for nothing. Um, Present your, wait, be anxious for nothing. Make your request known to him. I forget the scripture. I think with Thanksgiving and petition, something like that. Is that the same one? I don't remember. But (laughs) (laughs) um, essentially, like, you know, let it all out in prayer. Let it all out in worship. Worship, I feel like, combats your worry and your overwhelm. And, like, if your mind is racing. And then... Read his word, ingest it, digest it. It's, it is water to a, a thirsty soul. Yeah. It is nourishment to a, to an aching and hungry heart yeah. and, and mind. And how can you speak the word over your life if you're not taking the word into your heart and mind? And So I think one of the uh, practical resources that you guys can check out is called the Daily Grace Co. Mm-hmm. Um Christian resources, yes, like we can't tell you. It's I so used easy. to have a new package yeah. at my door every week. <laughs> I was, was gonna say bad. it's so easy to spend so much money because it is beautiful. One and then two, it's, it's um, so good. It's so good, and they have sales all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but there's many, many, many different resources that um, you can find on that website and their in their um, company that can help you practically put God first. Um, there's so many devotionals, workbooks, um, and they make it really fun. They have like highlighters and pens yeah. and stuff like that, um, sticky notes mm-hmm. and stuff that makes it. If you're anything like us, uh, I feel like girls are, are known for like wanting to always. <laughs> they- they like, have yeah they have men's uh some men's stuff too yeah they have journals uh-huh they have bundles of his and hers of mm-hmm. things like that um so i think that's a really good resource yeah, um you absolutely. guys can check out in order to uh, grow more in your relationship with the lord and the spiritual disciplines and things like that um and also I didn't want to forget um, to let you guys know we are also on TikTok. So go ahead and check us out on TikTok. Um, I believe our at name is the you can sit with us dot pod, if I'm not mistaken. You can sit with us dot pod. Dot pod. Okay. You can find us that way. We also have it linked below. Um, and interact with us on there as well. Mm-hmm. Give us any ideas of what you would like to see. Yeah. Um, we comment be on more there. like candid on there. Exactly. Because TikTok favors that like people on tiktok want to see the real Mm -hmm. the real the raw so we're gonna Mm -hmm. we have some fun ideas Mm -hmm. um, of Mm -hmm. how to show 
just more of how what we're talking about plays out in our everyday life yeah yeah and we're really excited to create that content Mm -hmm. as well um for you guys we do have um a cash app uh tag name in our description box if you find it in your heart to donate any amount whatsoever it is so appreciated because it does take um a good amount of equipment to bring this um, for you guys and a lot of preparation and we want to give you the best quality possible of course so any amount is so appreciated if you find it in your hearts um, pray about it and it is 100% welcome but it's also not expected uh, we receive it we receive it with a big hug <laughs> and a big thank you but yeah so let's pray Lord thank you so much again Lord for your faithfulness and coming bringing us here together lord god to speak on the word that you placed in our hearts lord um for those for those that you have um intentionally um had them click on this video to listen to lord jesus thank you again lord for um your strength that is so powerful in our weakness lord thank you that um we can count on you when in seasons of overwhelmness that you promise us rest lord god as long as we bring it onto you lord and we seek you first and foremost lord god may we exchange the burdens that are so heavy lord god for the ones um for for the ones that you offer lord um and in that we know that um it's not supposed to be easy lord god but with you anything is possible lord and that we stay rooted in you and know that um that we can just trust in in what you tell us and the purpose and the mission that you have on our lives lord god and that you grace us forward lord and if it doesn't feel it doesn't if it doesn't feel like it's from you lord god that you gives us give us the strength and the words to let it go um in love lord god thank you so 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 much lord jesus for using us to speak your your word um, Lord Jesus, and I pray that for our listeners, that for them to have listened um, up until now, Lord God, that they feel your peace that surpasses all understanding, yes. Lord, and that they just feel the weight lifted off their shoulders, and they, they just feel a, a fire ignited in, in their hearts to to continue to be obedient to you, to pursue you, and to know exactly where, where and what it is that you want from them, Lord God. Um, Thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for everything and, and who you are, Lord God, for um, the hope that we have in our hearts is, is from you, Lord. And with that is what allows us to keep going, to put one foot in front of the other, no matter the season that we may be in, Lord. Um, I love you and I thank you. Amen.